0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special and long-due episode of Art House Rewind. I'm Matt. I'm Brian. And today, we're here to finally, once again, (laughs) talk about all things happening with film, art, and culture in Billings, Montana, particularly as it pertains to the Art House uh, Cinema and Babcock Theater. Brian. Yep. Sorry we were gone for so long. (laughs) How are you? Good. Good. We didn't mean to take a break. But yeah, we took a break. We got busy. <laughs> it's been a little busy around here, so uh, we've got so much to talk about, so much, so many exciting things happening. But as we start with all of our episodes, uh, we just want to share a little bit about what's coming up in the immediate week in front of us for Art House and the Babcock, and then we'll jump into what we're talking about today. So, Brian, tell the good people what they've won.
1: Well, um, this Friday coming up on the 10th of November, we will have uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas. We kind of dropped it. Right in between Halloween and Christmas, as is appropriate for the film. Uh, we weren't exactly sure which one to play it for, so it is going to be here. The 10th and 11th, we three have
0: screenings three of it. screenings of it. So And I've never come, seen this movie. Yep. Over, you guys are it's telling me thirtieth
1: anniversary, I and Matt still hasn't seen it. Well,
0: you know, i I'm, i might I might check it out. It might you happen. Mind.
1: You're not going to be too scared. I might
0: be a little scared. I don't know. <laughs> it's. I know it's a running joke around here that <laughs> Matt doesn't watch scary movies, but yeah. I think I could probably handle this one. Cool. So we'll see what happens. Well, but you should check it out because it is great. It's one of those uh like Hot my wife topic would, movies. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> one like my wife was listening to the soundtrack. I didn't even know there was music. Is there one yeah, song? Yeah, it's a musical. Is there more than one song? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so I and didn't actually, know. Actually, um Danny Alfman does the singing voice for Jack Skellington. So that's uh see, I learned so much from yeah. you as always right I had no clue. So Kate was like listening to these songs. I'm like, what is this from? And she's like, You Dummy, anyways. So yeah. I should totally be in charge. Is what we're trying to talk about. Okay. Next,
1: uh, after that, on the twelfth on Sunday, we have the Naked City as the uh, second film in our month of Noir Vember films. Uh, some classic noir films that we're playing every Sunday in November. So that is our second one, the Naked City. Uh, It's a great one. And
0: because we haven't been around to talk about it, can you define noir films? Because people have been asking me and and (laughs) And, I've I've done a good attempt at it, but I want to hear the official, official. Brian, define these noir films.
1: Uh, Noir films kind of came up in the late 30s, 40s. They were kind of influenced by German expressionism with their harsh shadows uh, and uh, contrast lighting. And uh, it's sort of darker crime dramas so i mean you could look at neo-noir something like seven a lot of david fincher stuff or even things like silence of the lambs could be considered noir but uh, in at this particular time it was technically crime films that had a little bit of a darker edge to them not only in the lighting but also in the uh, protagonists kind of being maybe less of a heroic theater or more of kind of having a little bit of a darker edge to less them. Less of a voice. I mean, there's so many different things you could throw into it. Like a lot of them include voiceover, uh, but that's not necessarily how it's always going to be. A lot of them have these femme fatales, as in a man is driven to do something uh, that changes the course of his life in because of his lust for a woman, uh, you know, Femme Fatale was a major staple of film noir, but it's, again, not necessarily part of it. Really, crime dramas of the late 40s and
0: 50s so um, kind of a, all fall in that. I mean, so obviously there's an artistic representation that's happening. You talk about how it's shot. But it also does with the time frame. So
1: neo-noir is new. The, this cl- con- the classic film noirs and the yep. Yeah, there's always the neo-noirs, which, you know, there's I mean, 60s, even 70s. They kind of had a little bit of a, we're doing these, but these are updated versions
0: okay. of this. So. Okay. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I did not do near as well as you did it as I've described it to people. So. That is totally fine. <laughs> the two questions I'm getting all the time are, one... What is a noir film? So I do my best. And the other one is, did you know you spelled November wrong in your marketing? (laughs) (laughs) And I say, yes, Yes. that was intentional. (laughs) Anyways. Uh,
1: Yeah. And and, and (laughs) as like most film genres, like they're always kind of, you know, fluid that, you know, they're not always going to be like a hard, fast thing, even though Double Indemnity, which I played last Sunday, is kind of the pinnacle of what a film noir is. Okay. So... Uh, Back to what's played. No, we'll it's get, fine. We'll get through what's we, coming. People are learning stuff. This is good to Brian, know. Brian, it's
0: been a while since I've had a microphone guys, in my guys, hand. I have I didn't so much misspell to
1: talk about. November. That's the main misspell. thing you yeah. need to know.
0: I've been saying that. I've been <laughs> holding it up. Brian did not misspell it. It's yeah. intentional. Uh
1: so then the next thing that we have will be uh November 14th is the last of the Montana State University Billings uh, International Studies Departments uh, look at Japanese films, uh, their free film series that they did this fall. The last one is going to be Sweet Bean from, I believe, 2015. Um, It's a drama about this, you know, Japanese uh, pastry chef that is trying to do these sweet bean pastries and he stumbles upon this woman that... uh, kind of teaches him uh, how to do it better. And it's just a real touching uh, Japanese drama that I think people are really going to enjoy. It also has that food element to it that people... I mean, just looking at that trailer, it's like, I'm very (laughs) hungry. So uh, definitely worth checking out because it's free. And uh, yeah, they always bring in some great films for their international studies. That's been a cool partnership.
0: We're happy to do it.
1: uh, Then on the 15th, we have... Arless Whitebear's uh, selection of Grindhouse for his staff birthday pick, and I'm really excited for this one. I haven't seen it since theaters. I never uh, saw back it in, in 2000, 20- but 2007. but I have seen
0: it, even though it could be a little yeah. scary at times. You pride. saw
1: both Planet Terror and yep. and yep. Death Proof, okay? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a it's a unique little package that uh, came to cinemas back in 2007 of these. Uh, homages to the grindhouse era of these 70s exploitation films that uh Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez made uh their own versions of those types of films and then they packaged it together like you would see at a drive-in theater or something with the two films as a double feature and then they also sprinkled in some fake trailers with it it's a ton of fun to watch and uh I'm I'm kind of glad that Arliss is bringing this in because I
0: am planning to check it out myself. Yeah, it should be fun. The trailers are are fun in and of themselves. Yeah. And didn't one of the trailers end up becoming an actual So film?
1: there's... Um, Machete was yep. part of that, yep. which came out shortly after Grindhouse, yep. a couple years after Machete was made into a film. And then also... Um, Eli Roth's Thanksgiving was a fake trailer in that, that's which is right. kind of fitting that actually um, Eli Roth finally made that movie this yeah. year. So yeah. uh, that's coming back as well. So, uh, yeah, fun little movie to check out. I mean, little as in like a three-hour double feature sure. sort of package. Kind of eventizing but nostalgia. It's, and,
0: but it's they're well-done films. They're well-done films
1: yeah. on their own. And yeah, check it out. It's a ton of fun. And yeah. then lastly... On Thursday the 16th, we're going to
0: have a grand opening for Art House Cinema and Pub. Yes, we are, which is what we're talking about today. So we've been away because I think it would be no surprise to anybody that our our world in the last few months have been really upside down in a lot of ways. As you may know, we closed Art House in March, middle of March. Uh, for us to do this phase two expansion construction project that we've been talking about, dreaming about for years. And and really is, uh, I think, you know, the the actual thing that we set out to do eight plus years ago when we opened, okay. that we had this vision and this dream of seeing something in downtown Billings that had, multiple screens that could bring in lots of different kind of content. We had this dream and vision of having a restaurant, a space to connect and hang out before and after films or just come in and have an opportunity to connect with cool people, if you will. Um, And so this has always been the trajectory that we've been on to make this happen. Uh, What most people don't know is we did the original art house as kind of like just a beta test to make sure, hey, we don't want to bite off more than we can chew. Is this something that we can see happen? And then the Babcock came along, which is when brian came along so however the babcock goes business-wise it's a win for us, Brian, because out of it. Uh, so when, when we were hiring up for the Babcock acquisition is when Brian uh, came on staff is what I'm pointing at. So anyway, so the Babcock came on, which is kind of a bump in the road, a good bump in the road. Uh, and we're so grateful and, and happy to be uh, running that place and doing what we're doing there. But at the end of the day, this vision, this dream of seeing Art House fully built out the way that we wanted to see it from day one has always been the thing. So in March, we closed. Uh, we've been under construction. Babcock has still been open and still been doing well. And in fact, uh, we've had so many great events and so many people, probably you listening to this podcast, showing up to these events and film screenings and different things happening that, you know, financially, I know some people have been worried about us because. We closed a business for multiple months. We're not making any money, you know, operationally. We're spending a lot for construction here at Art House. But ultimately, yeah, it hasn't been amazing. It's not like we want to live in this world forever, but the community just continues to be so supportive of the work that we're doing. That uh, So we've been closed since March and we are gearing up, as you mentioned, Brian. The time has come. Uh, we're going to reopen on November 16th, which is a Thursday, and uh, we're gonna be doing a ribbon cutting ceremony. Um, you know, it, it might you might be the kind of person that's like ribbon cuttings are silly, like what is that all about? But at the end of the day, this is not just our project. This is so many donors, so many volunteers, so many members, people that have been a part of this story from day one that we wanna have a party and just really celebrate the true grand opening of this place. So we will have a giant pair of scissors Uh, because it's not a grand opening. If you don't have a giant pair of scissors, we will have a ribbon to cut. Uh, And you'll be able to come in uh, and just come check out the space. So there's going to be some things on the screens, right, Brian? Yeah. You can see that the screens and projectors work, <laughs> which is important after all of this. So that's happening, and it's an opportunity to just check out all the theaters, sit in all the seats, you know, just experience it. And then the kitchen will all be open as well, Reels at Art House, which the great Jason Corbridge is kind of running the show there. And we're so excited. We've gotten to try some of his food, and it's, as always, really, really great and uh are just so excited for you to be able to experience that. So you can come in and order some food if you want. You can order some drinks if you want. Uh, but there will be no showtimes. And then that Friday, the 17th, um, will be our first official day with showtimes. And Brian, what can people expect to see on that first full week open at Art House?
1: Yeah, that first full week open, uh, we will have uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, I know it has already been playing elsewhere for a while, but it was important for us to bring that in um, not only because Martin Scorsese makes a film that is an event in itself uh, but uh, Lily Gladstone who has uh, done things that have played at Mint as well like we wanted to make sure that that got seen here in Billings with our space so uh, we will have that and then I also have uh, Alexander Payne's The Holdovers which is an indie comedy with Paul Giamatti that I think will play really well it's also got a Thanksgiving theme to it so seasonally appropriate. And then that last uh, third film, we are still yet to determine. We will let you know as soon as we can. Because, Brian, we've got three screens,
0: baby. Yeah, we We do. We can schedule three or more films. I mean, yeah. So (laughs) So, uh, Brian's world is blowing up with all the things that he has to do. But I think the holdover is if you haven't seen the trailer for that uh, and you're listening to this, go check out the trailer. Because it's got a real vibe is the way that I would put it. Like, looks really good, really heartwarming, great performances, great story.
1: And I, I mentioned Alexander Payne. Some of you probably don't know who that is. Uh, he did films like About Schmidt and Sideways. Uh, you know he's he's kind of got a good following of doing sure. these indie comedies that are intellectual, if you want to say. But so, uh, a lot of fun.
0: So there'll be lots of things to check out film wise, and we are open seven days a week as of the seventeenth. Yeah, we so, are. Any day of the week, downtown Billings is going to be hopping.
1: Including Thanksgiving Day, if you're looking for something to do. There you go. we will be open, open
0: on the holidays. So uh, we've got the new marquee out front. So if you haven't driven by in a while, make sure to drive by and check out that marquee. We're so proud of it. Um, and the thing I want to do just, I, I know this podcast has kind of been all over the place, but to really land the plane, if you will, uh, for this podcast, there's two things. Number one, I just want to continue to say thank you to those of you who are listening listening, donors, supporters, volunteers, members, so many people have made this thing possible. And uh, you're going to hear me talking about this for years and years and years to come. But the reality of what it should have taken us from a financial level to make this thing happen, and the reality of what it did take us to make it happen is because of the community approach that this place had. Uh, we have saved literally hundreds of thousands of dollars because of so many people showing up and just giving of their time and energy and resources to help this thing uh, be a thing. So for us, this truly is a community space. It's not just, you know, mine or the boards or small staff. It it truly is the communities, and we are so honored to be able to steward this and to see what we believe our city to be better because of its existence. The other thing I want to mention is as you're walking around, uh, just – notice there's going to be names everywhere and that is an intentional design uh per thing that we did because we want everybody who walks through these doors to see the numbers of people that helped make this thing happen and there's so many little you know quirky things here and there that are just everything tells a story even thing even down to theater two which if you haven't experienced it theater two the there's um bars that are installed on the sidewalls in Theater 2, when you look at those, those are the old bowling lanes that used to be in the bowling alley in that exact space. It's kind of crazy and kind of cool that we were able to kind of keep that going. We've got bars set up in Theater 1 and Theater 3 for you to sit because one of the things we saw at Art House is a lot of times people wanted to sit at the bar. And so we thought, well, let's bring that experience into these other theaters. And so, so many different things that I think... Man, if, even if you don't buy a, th- a thing on that Thursday for grand opening, come in, check out the space, and celebrate with us, because this truly is a community thing to celebrate. So uh, we are so excited to open. I know, Brian, you're excited to not be a construction <laughs> worker and show up and and ask yep. the question, how dirty am I going to get today? Yep. Like Because I wore nice clothes, and dang it, Matt's yep. having me dig a hole again, that, that kind of stuff. I pretty much came in every
1: time. Even if I just came in knowing that, like, ah, I'm just going to do this quick thing, it's like... Make sure to wear something old and <laughs> maybe don't shower first because you're going to be
0: a mess by the end Something's of Something's going to happen. So we're so excited to be theater employees. Uh, there is so much to talk about as far as the future and things that we're planning and dreaming about. Uh, but that's what this podcast is about, to talk about what we're currently doing and talk about what's coming up in the future. So uh, stay tuned to this podcast. We're back. We're going to be back we're every back. week. Yep. So, yep. Also,
1: one last thing I want to mention, uh, just... A little bit of help for us. I know a lot of members listen to this. Um, please be carrying your card when you come to your membership card. our uh, theaters because as we are growing in memberships and also in staff, um, not everyone is just going to point and be like, hey, it's you, and put you in. We want to make sure that everyone uh, has their cards so that we can get you looked up Quickly and get you those discounts.
0: It's it's a good problem to have yep. as we talk about regularly. That we've got so many members, which is awesome, mm-hmm. and we've got we're growing in staff, which is awesome. But the expectation of walking in and everybody knowing your name, we're going to work hard to continue to we be that. Yep. But at the end of the day, it's so helpful to staff to be able to just have a card to swipe rather than trying to guess a name and getting yep. it wrong and <laughs> all yep. of that stuff. So, right, Brandon. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, with two ends. <laughs> yep. So all that to say, make sure to uh, check out the grand opening. Make sure to come that opening week. And if something doesn't suit you, just stick around. Uh, we've got a new arthousebillings.com, new website uh, that's been freshly designed. And so check that out and stay in the loop because I guarantee you something's coming in the next few weeks that you're going to want to check out uh, if nothing's there. But good stuff. Brian? Cool. It's good to talk to you on Mike oh, again. Oh man, it's been a while. Yeah, it was it was great. So, I hope you listening to this are doing well and we hope to see you really really soon at the Babcock or at Art House and uh, stay tuned because we got more great episodes coming up. Yep. See you soon. Bye.